to Ouija Broads. This is Devin. This is Liz. Hi, Liz. We've already recorded an episode tonight, so we're all punchy and warmed up for everyone. Yeah. Just like you like us. Just like you like us is right. I I found out that the Ouija Broads is being attached to Nostalgia Magazine in some way, and I found out via social media because... (laughs) You told everybody before you even told me that it sounds like you're writing now for Nostalgia Magazine on the regular. Girl, you just can't keep up with the group chat, and that's not my problem. It is but- so not my problem. <laughs> I can't even remember at this point, and it has not been that long, so it's just a testament to my sad memory that I've already forgotten exactly how this came about. Yeah. But at at a certain point, it's just been that being a Spokane history gossip is starting to pay off. Yes. And so Garen got in touch. He's the guy who runs the magazine now, and he's also in Spokane Hot Club. And we made friends on Facebook, and he was kind of like, hey, you know, I think we should do a cross-promotion thing. And I was like, absolutely. Totally. And I'm going to be writing stuff for them um, for each issue. It's going to be a recurring thing, just like they're recurring, <laughs> they're recurring <laughs> column called pretty good beard which is about <laughs> pretty good beards pretty good beards in the pacific northwest Spokane history, history. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great song also they recorded oh. a song of it if you haven't heard it you've got to check it it's out amazing this is the magazine that when i was in spokane i didn't take advantage of because the name nostalgia magazine at the time i was just like oh well it's not really i don't know if that's my thing it And you pick up a copy and you're like, oh, no, this is extremely good stuff. It's good information. They're tongue in cheek. They're, you know, like the pretty good beard is just funny. It's like if the Inlander made a magazine about old timey Spokane. It's not like, tra-la, this building used to be a dairy. It's like (laughs) they've got a a series called Heroes and Scoundrels. They have some really interesting stuff about, like, I think the one before this one, they had a whole thing about Spokane's first black policeman. So cool. Really interesting people, like women you haven't heard of, people of color you haven't heard of, Yeah, strange scandal, and some of the more low-key, goofy stuff, which I also really enjoy. Uh, I've read some of it to Lydia about, there was one where somebody obtained a car, like an old-fashioned car, and restored it. So the original couple who bought it, the husband passed away, and I'm telling this from memory, I didn't prepare for this at all, uh-huh. but, and then one day, she could not get it out of reverse. It would not go forward anymore. <laughs> and she lived in Brown's Edition, and she drove it in reverse all the way home. <laughs> all the way home through town. Miles and miles. <laughs> this is the car from Smoke Signals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and parked it in the garage and then it stayed there for like 20 years or 30 years until this guy bought it oh my god and that makes me very happy so it's like stories like that there's regular stuff from people that you've heard of, of on the show like tony Bamonte. Mm-hmm. it's very it's very contemporary it's very tongue-in-cheek it's going to be very interesting to you and what i'm going to put in there is going to be a mix i think of Spokane stories that I think people should really know about and might not, like the first thing I'm going to write up, of course, is Buck. Yes. Buck is amazing. Yes. But I think I'm also going to use it to write up some other Spokane stuff that is maybe not a whole episode worth. Mm -hmm. So it's not just going to be stuff that you've heard on the show. Mm -hmm. Anyway, it is a six-time per year publication, so January, March, May, July, September, November. 
It is quite affordable, and it, more so than, let's say, The New Yorker, could really use your support to stay in business and keep printing and highlighting great stories like this. Yeah. NostalgiaMagazine.net. And it may, as it has been doing for me, only have the pop-up that says subscribe. Just click that and then you're going to be able to get to the menu anyway. It's not going to reach through the screen and grab your wallet just because you clicked on subscribe. Exactly. You should subscribe. You should. A one-year subscription is $25. That's good value for money. Go check them out. I've been talking about them on the show forever anyway, but now you're going to be able to get Ouija Broad stuff in there. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you about... My story, which also involves reading, one of my Christmas presents was the book Hunt for the Skinwalker, which is a book by uh, Colm Keller, who has a PhD. He's a scientist and George Knapp, who I believe was a journalist. I think that's what he started out as. But this is the story of the scientific investigation that happened in 1997 and 1998 at the Skinwalker Ranch. That's the colloquial name for this ranch in Utah. Now, which is different than Skywalker Ranch. Definitely different than Skywalker Ranch. Yeah, (laughs) at Skywalker Ranch, you drink blue milk, your aunt and uncle are killed by (laughs) space pirates, and life sucks, of course. My instincts led me to this book to read it, even though it has nothing to do with our jurisdiction, because I don't get to tell you about the Skinwalker Ranch in Utah, sadly. It is not PNW. It is not in the Northwest It's nothing to us other than a good book. But I would highly recommend this book anyway to anyone who's interested in the kind of stuff we talk about. Because the the ranch, uh, which in the book is called the Gorman Ranch because it was purchased by the Gorman family to do some cattle ranching on in 95, I think it was. And so they're there for 18 months experiencing just this gauntlet of paranormal activity. Just everything you can think of that's scary happens to them. They see flying lights. uh, They see rips in like space time appear with figures or with vehicles emerging. It's one of the first places where people started seeing the, you know, back when the the stealth fighter that like V-shaped, the boomerang-shaped military craft that was classified forever. You know, they see things like that. They see uh, large cryptids, including these giant wolves. It's a place that had a lot of cattle mutilation. Uh, Some of their steers end up teleported into a tiny little trailer at some point. <gasps> what? Whoa, 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 that is the most upsetting to me for some reason. It really upset them, too. They I have... would be less distressed finding a mutilated cow than finding a cow that was for some reason in a fucking Winnebago <laughs> that could not have gotten <laughs> in there. It's like, how did you do that? You don't have knees? You can't go no, up I and down stairs? Oh, I do. Yeah, this is uh, a scary instance in which the husband and wife, Tom Gordon, and I forget, it's not Tom Gordon, Tom Gorman. <laughs> oh my Did he have a God. girl who loved him? Yeah, she loved him so much, and she was also stalked by a large cryptid monster thing. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Gorman and his wife are driving around in their ranch truck, and they see their four prize bulls, and the wife comments to the husband, like, God, man, I hope nothing ever happens to them 
in amongst all this bullshit that's happening because we would be financially ruined. And so they go out and they're driving around doing all their their ranch duties for the day and they come back and they look at the paddock where the bulls should be and they're like, fuck me, they're gone. They've just disappeared. So they get out of the truck and they're like, what do we, what do we even do? Where do we start? You know, how do we find these four bulls? And I think it's the wife looks over to this horse trailer that they have and is like, holy fucking shit, look there. And these bulls are absolutely sardined into this trailer that there's no way they should have how do four bulls get into a trailer? They How does the door want to do they that? It's hard to get to do, do that. that. So, and the, the trailer's locked. And what the the Gorman say was that the bulls seemed like they were in a trance. They were just kind of stupefied, standing there. And then once the husband and wife are like, "Dude, what's up? Why the fuck are you in the the trailer?" You know, they're trying to check it out, trying to figure out how they get the bulls out. The bulls kind of like wake up out of their stupor <laughs> no. and then go ape shit and tear the trailer apart to get out of it. Just oh, absolutely God. destroy they it. They suddenly realized where they were. Yeah. So all these weird things happened at the Gorman Ranch, but why I can talk about it, of course, is because one of the things that people report seeing in this area, in this valley that the ranch is situated in, is Bigfoot-like creatures. And because this book is a scientific account of what the scientific team that came and monitored the ranch for about two years, it's all their findings. So they, they start out and they're like, here are what the Gormans told us they encountered. Here is the history of the area from the Ute and Navajo tribes, which is why it's called the Skinwalker Ranch, because... According to tribal lore, it's in the path of the skinwalker. It's this valley area that they call the path of the skinwalker. And then they say, here are other similar paranormal hotspots that we researched in addition to Skinwalker Ranch to try to figure out what are some similarities. How have other people recorded or researched this phenomenon? How can we be either as stringent or more stringent in our scientific methods testing. And so when they're talking about, here are some other places that have had similar things happen when they talk about Sasquatch, then they get to talk about the Pacific Northwest. Oh. Yes. It's it's a really good read. It's broken out really well. I feel like it does a great job of talking about woo-woo shit in a very scientific, non-woo-woo way. And they also do a lot of like, hey, we're presenting what was told to us. We can't corroborate what the Gormans are reporting, but we can tell you and show you the weird things that our scientists experienced and our equipment captured um, that is similar to what the Gormans reported. So I like that aspect of the writing. It does feel... Like, you know that the authors believe that there is weird shit out there, and you know that they believe that they experienced weird shit on the ranch, but they're not mm-hmm. just... You have to take it for granted that rips in space-time can happen. They're going... Yeah, they're like, we'll, we'll tell you what we <laughs> saw, Yeah, and you can make some interpretations for you. We know this sounds really weird. We know this sounds really impossible, but it's what we're pretty sure we experienced, so there you go. 
But what I wanted to tell you about was a weird Sasquatch in the Pacific Northwest that they talked about. But they talked about a really cool rash of Sasquatch sightings. Uh, A really cool rash is not something people usually say. It is not. It's not something I hope I ever have to say again. How about there's a really cool series of sightings. Nice. Which is difficult for me because I... There's too many S's. But he he was mentioning how people saw Sasquatches in Skinwalker Ranch or in that valley area. But in the Pacific Northwest, he was talking about how there's one Sasquatch in particular that was seen three separate occasions over eight years that they're pretty sure is the same individual Because of how specific it looked. How so? Well, it was, um, I can tell you what it was and then tell you the stories, or you can find out through the stories. Which do you prefer? Uh, uh, Just tell me the stories. Just tell you the stories. So, uh, the first story that they talk about is that in 1988, there's a father and son fishing in Grays Harbor County in Washington, And so they're on this creek and they notice a Sasquatch very close to them uh, emerges from the woods. And instead of the typical dark hair, they said this one was covered in white hair. Oh, yeah. And they were close enough. They don't think it was. uh, Is that leukistic? Well, I remember that. right. Yeah. So and I'm going to talk about that, too, because it did have blue eyes and a pinkish complexion. So, Mm. uh you know, they were about 20 feet from it. They just kind of did this, like, startled, like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm here. You're yeah. here. Shit. And That's so, what I do. Yep. <laughs> it turns around and walks away, and it has a limp. So not only is it white, pinkish skin, blue-eyed, uh, it walks with a limp. And That's very distinctive. Super distinctive, right? The The father goes and examines the track, and he says that the the prints, you know, the footprints left behind, that the right foot was, quote, crippled. I don't know what that means. Also not a word I'm supposed to use, but that's the quote. Yeah. uh, Well, I'll tell you the other ones, and then we can talk leukistic or albino, because I learned something. I thought I knew everything there was to know about being albino versus leukistic, and I did not, because I am not a biologist. I am Life is a rich tapestry of constant learning. Constant learning, and I have to be able to admit when I am wrong. So same same county, same uh, Grays Harbor County in Washington, but this time it's 1995. So first sighting in 88, next sighting in 95. And it's not like this was a sighting that was really published, you know? So it's, and there's also such a lapse, you know, of course, when you see one UFO and it's recorded in the newspaper, then all of a sudden the newspaper gets dozens of reports of people seeing similar phenomenon. But no, this is... What is that? Seven years apart, and it's before stuff is widely publicized. But uh, summer 1995, it's July. There's a different father and son, and they're now on a camping trip at a reservoir. And they're hiking, they're overlooking the water, and they notice, much to their surprise, there are two Sasquatch, uh, or two things that they said, we think they're Bigfoot, below them and they seem to be playing with each other they're they're like mock wrestling together just having a good time by the water's edge some distance away 
They're having um, a little rough house. Having a little rough house, you know. And what what they notice is that one is brown and that the other is white and has a limp. And while the father and son are watching this, over time, six other hikers come up and are like, what the fuck, you guys, what is this? So this group- What are we looking at? What are we looking at? You can get anyone, if you just stand and look at the sky and kind of, huh, you can get anyone to look at what you're looking at. But, you know, this father and- I love it. Father and son were looking at the body language version of when sometimes I whisper just to see if people will start whispering with me. Oh my God. Humans, one big experiment to you, Liz. Are we just yeah. one big play thing? <laughs> Listen, to learn mm-hmm. things like that and to play is to know when other people are doing it to you. Yes. And you do need to know because the people who know this stuff and don't tell you about it are the people you need to watch out for. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the Slytherins. The real Slytherins. <laughs> not the not the chaotic good or chaotic neutral Slytherins like you. Those are the Sam Squatchins. Sam Squatchins. Uh what was I <laughs> sorry. We were playing today with we watched that video of how Benedict Cumberbatch can't say penguin. Have you seen that? No. Is it precious though? Oh my god. It's like he narrated a fucking documentary about penguins and he can't say the word penguin. Oh my god. He says it like fifteen different wrong ways. It's like pingwing and pegling <laughs> and all this kind of stuff. So now nobody in our house c- will ever say penguin correctly again. So that's why I'm like Sam Squanches. <laughs> oh buddy, I was telling you about Sam Squatches. The third instance, the third time that we're pretty sure the research. Wait, so what happened? They just walked off? Or? Yeah, it, yeah. The the father and son and this the other hikers they watched them play for like twenty minutes. The Bigfoots either didn't realize or didn't care that they were being observed because they're over on a shore, you know, quite a ways mm-hmm. away. And uh, they just, you know, they get done roughhousing and they make their way back into the trees, and that's it. Maybe that's totally why they were doing it. They were like, look, bro, look. <laughs> look how, how long can we get these people to watch us wrestle? <laughs> Here, I've seen people do it on TV before. <laughs> World star. Yeah. <laughs> World star. This was right when WWE was becoming really big. Or yeah. WWF, whatever it was. So they'd seen The Crow. They had seen The Undertaker. <laughs> they had seen Hulk Hogan. You know, the blonde one, he got to be Hulk Hogan because they both have that silken, extremely rice noodle blonde, you know, flaxen fur. I was so scared of Hulk Hogan. When he I was, was scary. He was. He ripped his shirts and he had a... He was angry. He had he angry had face. eyes. He did. Really intense eyes. Yep. Well... So anyway, they just trundle off. The The third and final time that the researchers mention this Bigfoot, this particular Bigfoot being seen, was then in October 1996. So, you know, a year and a bit after. There's this husband and wife, and they're on a logging road in the Oregon Cascades. So the first two are in, in Grays Harbor County, Washington. This one is in just over the border in Oregon. And they stop to cut some firewood. There's another couple. It's two men are also gathering firewood. And the wife's sitting in the car and is like, holy shit. You know, again, this white Sasquatch just pops up about 25 feet from where the other two men are getting firewood. 
And this one is so comfortable with humans. Have people been feeding him or something? (laughs) He doesn't seem to be that comfortable. I mean, I guess you figure he would have heard the saws, but apparently. Yeah, I'm like, well, he he doesn't seem to be staying away from them. He's not staying that far away. Yeah, are people feeding it? Is he a little ostracized from other Sasquatches? Because he's white. That's the kid's book we have to write. The loneliest Sasquatch. The little albino buddy and the Sasquatches. ostracize him because they're like no people will see you evolutionarily you are weak you will you will bring Uh, eyes to us so we must shun you from the pack so that not everyone else can find us alternately maybe people all the time are 20 feet away from a sasquatch but they don't know it because it's not a white one it's not a white one fuck yeah now i'm looking around this room Riddle me that. Yeah. Is, at the very end of this episode, we close out with why you don't see Sasquatch and how, in fact, they are typically very close to humans, but they're an evolved being who has ways of cloaking themselves. Right. They travel like, on other planes like or something. Predator. I remember that coming up in Ape Canyon. Yeah. yeah they kind of. Vroom, 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 vroom. Yeah. I've got. Well, I've got. It's even better. It's even. We'll get Into to it. the upside down. Totally okay. into the upside down. But no, so this Sasquatch, he pops up, and again, he's about 25 feet from a couple of people, and they notice he's got blue eyes, he's got pinkish skin, he's got white fur, and this husband and wife, you know, are there, and then the other two men that are cu- cutting wood are there, and they notice that when he's just like, oh, fuck, people, and he walks away, he's walking with a limp. So Aww, the husband, baby. little baby, but fuck, dude, he's gone 1988 to 1996, and he's still limping along. So, Alrighty. Uh, you know, he's doing okay, but the husband goes and looks at the tracks, and he notices that the right foot is missing its big toe. Oh, yeah, that would, that would mess you That'd up. That would mess up your gait, right? So, yeah, because it is... A Sasquatch being reported in a similar region that has the same unique color, unique eyes. Uh, In two of the reports, you know, they say that it's blue eyes, pinkish skin, because they're close enough to see that. And he's got a limp. The reporters or the uh, scientists who are writing this book are like, we're pretty sure this is the same Sasquatch. And that's kind of cool because it's an animal that nobody is positive exists anyway. So it's not like there's one that you can track and get data from, you know, like you go tag a deer or whatever, you band an eagle. Yeah. Yeah. This is, you know, they're like, look, here's, it's been able to go from Grays Harbor County to this logging road. It's lived Mm. for this long. It had um, a buddy that it was wrestling with, you know, so it's not been, do they live in family units or do they live in tribes mm. or do they live in, you know, pairs or whatever. But so it, it's an interesting encounter, not only because it's a different fur coloration than is usually reported. It's an interesting encounter because it shows a social interaction. Yeah. Among Sasquatch. And so you brought up a little bit earlier, like, is it leukistic? And I thought the same thing because they said it has blue eyes, but leukistic animals Lack coloration because the pigment that expresses a color is reduced in in multiple levels, and it doesn't usually affect their eyes. It usually only affects, like, fur and hair and skin and cuticle and scales, and it, Hmm. it doesn't affect the iris, so it would stand to reason that if 
if it was a leukistic Sasquatch, I imagine it would have dark eyes. Because I think yeah. people usually report Sasquatch having brown eyes, right? So I looked up... I think so. Most creatures do, right? Yeah. Like, I'm trying to think of what creatures don't have brown eyes. Yeah. And it's either, like, humans or things humans have messed with. Dog, as far as I yeah. can recall. Dogs, cats, yeah. horses. Yeah. So, well, so I started looking up, you know, different genetic mutations or genetic drifts to figure out, like, what what would a, a white Sasquatch with pink skin and blue eyes would be? And it probably would be albino because I thought that albino meant you also had total loss of melanin in your iris, meaning the color of the blood vessels was coming through the iris, which is why the eyes are pinkish or red. But I read that there are apparently a couple of different kinds of albinism within okay. the umbrella of being albino. So you can also have blue or green eyes. Because you can, oh. you don't have melanin, but you've got the other cones and rod coloration. I like okay, not a biologist, but then I found out. Sure, but I follow what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, right. You can also have all white animals, like in the case of horses. It's not an albino, and it's not leukistic. It's called dominant white or white hmm. spotting, and it's the capital W gene has a not a mutation, but a property where you can now have white dominance. So you'll see, like, the the beautiful white horse uh, shadow facts in, in Lord of the oh. Rings. You know, so, like, it's all white, but it's got dark eyes, and it's got a dark muzzle. So it's not, like, it's lacking melanin. It's just that the, the hair follicle gene is switched all the way on to pure white. Okay, so I'm interested in this creature because uh, yeah. of all places to not get a sunburn you could do worse than western washington and oregon i mean that's why they set the sparkly vampires over in Indeed. the <laughs> olympic peninsular area because mm -hmm. shit there's not a whole lot of sun to burn you up well because i read that then i was like okay well how can i i've got the the sources that the authors, because they, they have a very good work cited section. So I've got the sources where they got these stories from. What else can I find about albino Sasquatch? And then I was like, oh, is it going to be like, you know, how white buffalo or spirit buffaloes or mm -hmm. how white caribou or spirit, you know, is, is it special? Is it revered? What else can I find? And I could find very fucking little if I want to stay in the Pacific Northwest, you've got sightings of white Sasquatch in Illinois, Arkansas, Kentucky, Alabama, and Pennsylvania. Hmm. All over the fucking East Coast or, or Midwest East area. But the only other white-ish Sasquatch report I could find in the Pacific Northwest was from... Oh, that's not true. There were two. So I found an article that was chronicling. It's the Lewis County Chronicle, and it was chronicling some of the archives of the BFRO, which is the Bigfoot Field Researchers Organization, I think. Okay. Um, I want a patch from them. I can get you one. They're always at nice. uh, the Cryptozoology Conference. So when we, I've got if go we go, year. oh God, I'd love to. Let's do it. Mm -hmm. And then I'll take you to Salem. And we will reach nirvana, basically, between those we two. Will. 
But so the, the Chronicle was pulling together reports that they had received in their 100 years of being a newspaper and that the mm-hmm. BFRO had had, and they were compiling some of these Pacific Northwest Sasquatch sightings. And so I found two that were about Sasquatches that weren't brown. The first one is in 1997, this 77-year-old woman named Ruth reported that she had seen a Bigfoot with strange coloration three times in six months on her property. And I I forgot to write down in my notes where she was living, but it was in Washington State. Okay. Somewhere. I mean, I presume it's in, in, in Greater Lewis County here in Washington State, but... That makes sense. Uh, she said that it had mixed gray, white, and black fur. So I don't... That sounds really pretty. Doesn't it? And I'm like, well, I don't... She also said it appeared to have pink skin. But I'm like, does that mean it's a dark Bigfoot that, like, goes gray with age? Because I've, I've heard about that. People talk about Bigfoot's kind of grizzling as they age, as, like, our dogs do. Or is it, like, those weird... Is it is it, like, a calico? Are these Yeah, or like spots? a dapple. Is it a dapple? Yeah. Is it kind of speckled all throughout? But either way, it sounded gorgeous. And then I found another one from 1994, and it was just the newspaper simply reporting that, quote, two friends see a dirty white Sasquatch picking branches from a crab apple tree near a farm. <laughs> it doesn't tell me anything. Was was the white dirty because it had dirt in it? Was you was it actually gray? Why was it picking branches and not the apples? Who are these friends oh and what are they doing? I, I just made a cryptid crossover that is the most upsetting thing ever. So stop. You, you know how often... I'm not going to stop. Um, <laughs> there's like a mangy coyote can look like various cryptids and so yeah. forth. Yeah. Imagine what a mangy Bigfoot would look like. <laughs> oh. All of a sudden, it's not like Harry yes. and the Hendersons or Chewbacca anymore. It's like a person... But not. It'd be like when polar bears are starving, Liz, yeah. and it looks oh. like a people in a bear oh, have suit. Have you ever seen a mangy sun bear? No, that sounds so sad. I'm going to look it up right now. It's the fucking saddest thing you've ever seen oh. in your life, and I would shit my entire self if I saw it. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting alien bear from tragic... Oh, yep. no... He's lost like his fur. The fourth thing down is labeled, I need unsee juice. I need unsee and I do. juice. Aww. Aww. That's too But sad. this bear, she's making improvements. It's They're, they're going to help her recover. I'm glad. I'm glad. Oh my goodness. She looks weird. But yeah, I'm pretty sure most like dead chupacabras that are found, it's coyotes with mange. It's exactly what mm-hmm. it looks like. But yeah, I'm just really stressing out thinking about a mangy Sasquatch because, like, my my Sasquatch. entire tolerance and affection is apparently based on them having yeah. some luxurious Pantene shit going on. Oh, definitely, it looks like it looks like a Harry and the Hendersons, or it needs to GTFO. Like, look like a Correct. bear. That's fine, but no, none of this like patchy. Your fi- mm-hmm. oh, little buddies. No, it's like the Uncanny Valley, but it goes from like a deliciously hairy dude. And then there's, like, Sasquatch on the other end, which I'm also comfortable with. And then there's a middle ground, which I'm not okay with. 
So why, yeah, why were they grabbing entire crabapple branches? Why? Who knows? Who the fuck knows? I, whatever, whatever. If you want to get really, like, this is the, ep- this is not the episode. This is the, the little snippet I will bring to you of strange colorations in terms of Sasquatch that pisses me off. The most recent weirdly colored Bigfoot sighting in the Pacific Northwest that I found was November 2018. And this one pisses me off. Oh, oh, okay. I fucking hate it because it's those people that are like, it's an astral being. And this is a video that was taken on Victoria Island by a group of Bigfoot seekers. And not only do they call, they don't call them Sasquatch or Bigfoot. They call them Bigfoot persons. Bigfoot persons, and they they Uh, pan the forest, Liz. I'll send you the video. It is 100% paraloidia or matrixing or whatever you want to call it when our little brain is like, I must identify human faces because the only thing that matters to me is staying safe and figuring out what things have faces and what things don't. But what these people do i sent you the link so feel free to watch it but they they pan across the woods and there's this spot that they slow down remix rewind so that you can really see it it's these two bright green leaves but they're like it's its face and it's using pranic energy to conceal itself okay first of all they filmed this shit in portrait mode so i'm already not on board Okay, I'm watching it right now. <laughs> You're going to see. Oh, God. And I don't have the, the sound on right now to watch it with you. But it's, if you go the watch. Shamanic sh- drumming? Shamanic Sh-ba-ba-da. drumming. Sh-ba-ba-da. The, Sh-ba-da-ba-ba. There are other. We're white people with dreadlocks. <laughs> yes. There are other videos are set to reggae music. Get to the point. Why is this fucking movie six minutes long? It's six minutes long. You saw it at the very beginning. If you paused the very beginning. That blob? That blob that looks like a teddy bear face with green eyes, basically, is... That's a blob. It's a Here, I have a quick, important tip for the world. If you looked the fuck straight at it and it didn't look like anything... (laughs) You didn't need to rewind and zoom in. Liz, go to 338 or 340. Zoom in. Enhance. There's the zoom in. Enhance. 338. Okay. That's it. Do you see the Bigfoot face using- That's it. So any two, any two things that are on the same- Line. X Mm -hmm. axis Mm -hmm. are eyes? Yep. Wow. That's it. And he's using pranic energy or pranic energy to conceal himself. And that's what they do, Liz. This group- Is this the whole movie? Th- that's it. That's all it is. Oh, comments are disabled for this video. Yeah. I can't fucking I imagine why. why that is. But they say that a tribe of Sasquatch people lives in the forests of Vancouver Island and that they are masters of pranic energy manipulation. And that's how they keep themselves hidden is because they do this like predator cloaking bullshit. Is giant, humanoid, cryptid, <laughs> ape man not exciting enough? Not good enough. Not good enough. Not good enough? They also have to be masters of pranic energy. 
Well, they're very gifted, clearly. They are. What I've gathered from all the encounters you've told me so far is that if I want to meet my life goal or my life purpose as explained to me by my tarot card number of actually seeing a Sasquatch at some point, I am going to have to overcome my aversion to hiking or camping or going outdoors or exercising. Exactly. You're... You're gonna have to go to where the Sasquatch are, buddy, and they, can they one, are in the Can one FaceTime me? Well, I can go for you, and I can have my phone out and yeah. FaceTime it when I see it, but we already know how you feel about vertical orientation, and that's how I always do FaceTime. <laughs> so I'm not sure you're gonna enjoy the experience. Also, I, I, I get very Blair Witch Project motion sick, and I figure if I'm pissing myself with fear and excitement over seeing a Sasquatch, there's going to be a little shaky cam action happening. Mm, that's true. It's all true. What if I wear huh. What if I wear one of those GoPros? I look like an obnoxious <laughs> mountain biker. <laughs> I and, love when they put the GoPros on dogs. <laughs> and the dog, like, steals the camera or something and runs and runs. And he's so goes. I've said this before, and I'm going to say it forever. When Google... When, uh, what was it? When Google Street View refused to go to the Faroe Islands to map their streets because it's too small, the Faroe Islanders put GoPros on sheep and they did Google <laughs> Sheep View. <laughs> and they let the sheep walk over their island to map it out. That's fascinating. It's the best thing. I'm thinking about Sasquatch and yes. about different coat patterns and stuff which i think is an interesting addition to the lore yeah i think it makes sense of course that if i'm thinking of white sasquatch now i'm thinking of yetis i'm thinking of Mm -hmm. abominable snowmen and because that's where i ended up was like okay if this is a real animal and it exists in the world throughout the world it's going to have to match its coat to the environment to have survived. Yeah. So let's start looking at yetis just briefly to talk about white Sasquatch and perhaps a native white Sasquatch habitat. And Liz, I came across... How do you feel about Jimmy Stewart? The actor? The actor. The American movie star Jimmy Stewart. I'm pretty positive on Golden Age Hollywood in general. In the 40s and 50s is when Westerners were beginning to learn about Abominable Snowman and 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 visit Nepal. And there was an explorer who found out that this monastery, the Pangboch Monastery in a Nepalese valley, claimed to have relics from Yeti. I've heard this. Okay, yes. Well, there you go. So they have a skull cap that has fur. They had a hand. And after, depending on the story, either some negotiation or some kind of white person British colonization trickery. (laughs) Well, golly, would you mind if we just took this thing? If we just took it? (laughs) I got got a little Dom Knotts. Not really Jimmy Stewart. (laughs) Why are there so many Yetis? Would you mind? Keep it down there, you monks! No more throat chanting! knots in your back pocket this whole time how the fuck many episodes did we have to go before that came out apparently the dalai lama i thought 
thought they were alpacas. <laughs> Willikers. Willikers. <laughs> well, golly, Andy. <laughs> it's not a Don Knotts episode. It's a Jimmy Stewart episode. My stomach hurts. You do, <laughs> you do the Jimmy Stewart impression because, because after negotiation, this explorer apparently got one of the monks to sell him one of the finger bones from what they said was the Yeti hand. And how they smuggled it out of Nepal was by giving it to Jimmy Stewart, who they rendezvoused with in Alcutta, in Calcutta. And Jimmy Stewart hid it in his wife's lingerie case. Okay, this is all better than what I was assuming, which was definitely a Christopher Walken in Pulp Fiction monologue. <laughs> no, Jimmy Stewart went all Don Knotts and was like, there's lady things in here. <laughs> A British customs officer would never touch her pantaloons. So he wrapped it up in his wife's undergarments and smuggled this this bone from a Yeti through customs. And then in 2011, the BBC documentary crew that was investigating it had it analyzed at the Royal Zoological Society, and it's a human finger bone. So Jimmy Stewart smuggled human remains out of Nepal thinking it was Yeti remains for an explorer. are Yetis biologically indistinguishable from humans? Well, then you're going to have a whole lot of people on this coast pissed off because whenever they send away fur samples that they're like, this was a Yeti because Don Knotts is the one doing that. Whenever they, <laughs> whenever they send away those samples, the, the researchers are always like, it's from a primate of unknown origins. So you'd think if the, if the, if the bones were human, the hair would be human too. Hmm. I'll give you that one. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Why are there so many DNA sequences? <laughs> Dino DNA. Dino DNA. <laughs> <laughs> to fill in the code. I hated that animation. Hated it. Also, I love it because I love everything about Jurassic Park. So, the fact that that's David Attenborough's brother playing at what David Attenborough gets to do for a living is always like, you are so not the successful brother. You have a fake dinosaur park and David Attenborough... Not only has a pair of my panties that I mailed him, he gets to touch all the animals. I was going to say, can animals. David Attenborough get it? Because I'm getting the sense he can get oh, it. Oh, he can get it. David Attenborough can get it. Crystal, if she's listening to this episode, she and I have a timeshare agreement because we both get to marry him. Nice. He can get I it. Always, all I can think of through that scene where you remember like the Mr. DNA and the little yeah. molecule is yeah. like interacting with Hammond. Yeah. Was he going to do that? Every time. Right? Was he... Was he going to do that, like, 20 shows a day? Apparently. He's the damn, like, owner of the thing. Spared no expense. Maybe he was going to have, like, an imitator wear (gasps) his little white suit with his little amber cane. He was going to... makes no sense. It doesn't make any at all. No, and he even interacts with himself. He's the one who pricks his own finger to get the blood so that Mr. DNA... There's, like, many levels of, of shenanigans happening. With this. It's a high level shenanigan. High level. And he also thought, you know, we're going to have millions, thousands, hundreds of people. How many people are going to come through and watch your IMAX movie that clearly fits about 35 people in these seats? 
Yeah, you know what movies are for at theme parks when the parents want to sit down? Yes. You don't put them at yes. the beginning. You don't put them, no, that's that's two hours in when the parents need a second wind and they're like, here, crotch fruit, sit and eat this $8 hot dog and watch a movie for five goddamn seconds. Jesus Christ, you know how many times I watched the Titanoboa documentary? Oh my God, <laughs> more than you wanted. Uh, they had beanbag chairs. Good job, Mobius. Oh man. Go for it, Mobius. Mm. That's the, every dad ever that went there was like, well, I'm becoming one with this chair today. Just as soon sink as we get a bar it. at Mobius, I'm there every week. Do you know they, have a, they serve alcohol at Chuck E. Cheese now? <laughs> like, there's not enough fucking fights at Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> so bad. You know that at least quadrupled the amount of sex people have in the ball pit. Oh my god. Well, you Horrible. need it. Like, alcohol is the minimum you need when you're in there and watching a kid just, like, full out fucking sneeze on candy and then eat it. <laughs> like. <laughs> and sneeze on another kid's candy. And then that yeah. kid eats it. It's just where you watch babies back and forth trade the pacifier forever from one mouth to another, from the floor back to a mouth. Wiped on a sticky Goddamn Woodstock of preschool. It is. God, if babies had fucking, hopefully none of them has ever been kissed by, like, grandma with a cold sore. Because otherwise babies are going to be passing the herpes gene to each other by virtue of sticky candy and pacifiers. I mean, at least they know who they are. In, in, in which, I mean, their mascot is a rat. They, yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Hey, kids, you know who likes poorly managed restaurants? Rats. You know who likes to run around places after dark where kids have dropped a shit ton of food? Rats. <laughs> we'll embrace it. Embrace it. Own it. Know who you are, Chuck E. Cheese. Know who you are. Why are there so many rats? <laughs> <laughs> That's such a good one. I can just bust that out about anything where there's more than one of it and I'll make you laugh. That's perfect. <laughs> That's our hundredth episode. Why are there so many episodes? <laughs> at night and you've had a glass of wine <laughs> at least at least <laughs> why are there so many glasses of wine Liz <laughs> was that all that was all are you quite finished <laughs> I am I am satiated okay okay I'll let you wrap up this episode I am interested in this thing of the white Sasquatch, I do not buy this whole interdimensional no, thing. No, bullshit. Boo, I hate that. But I'm super into the different color morphs of Sasquatch. That I'm cool with. That I want to know more about, like, well, so do you have do you have piebald Sasquatches? Or or is that not yeah. a patternation that you would have ever had, so it's not a gene that can mutate? But okay, do you have kind of reddish Sasquatches? Do the I haven't, I haven't seen, so at the Burke Museum, there's a taxonomical display in the, in one of the collections rooms, not out on display, but we are in the area where Eastern gray squirrels and the Douglas red squirrels, there's a very narrow strip where they'll interbreed. And so they have this board of taxidermied squirrels that morph, you can see 
the ways in which oh. the genes have expressed from here's a squirrel that's a product of two red parents, here's a squirrel that's a product of two gray parents, and then everybody in between is when they were uh, the species were cross mating, and then the coats express themselves. So you see a full shift from pure red to hmm. pure gray. So could we do that with Sasquatch over the nation? Are they different colors down south than they up here in the PNW? Are they more reddish because they've got clay yeah. stuff? I don't know, but it's I'm I'm now fascinated by Sasquatch colorations. So that's that's my new thing. I'm into it. Next time I'm asked to draw one, I will not draw it with a basic brown coat. Thank you. I don't think you I'm should. My mind. You need to the free my follow. yep. The rest will follow. I don't know. Be colorblind. There you go. Don't be so shallow. Oh my god. You're so good. I only knew those mm-hmm. lyrics. I will be colorblind to our Sasquatch friends. I will be colorblind to our... Well, and that's another thing. Are they like dogs? Are they colorblind? Or are they not? If they're Ooh. if they're primates, can they have the colorblind gene like my dad has? So uh-huh. it, what kind of advantage or disadvantage is that in the Pacific Northwest versus other areas? I don't know. I'm super into it, though. So I want to look more into Sasquatch. But I'm always reminded of the... The thing from Futurama where they're asking why they don't just put up a whole bunch of cameras in the forest to capture Sasquatch. And the park ranger says, ah, because that would be very expensive. And usually people who believe in Sasquatch are broke. (laughs) (laughs) That is on point. On point. I don't think we'll have that data for me to sift through anytime soon. Uh, Yeah, I I will say I'm disappointed we haven't gotten one on, like, a trail cam. And I know there are people who are going to say that we have, but Um, I'm like, you can full-on see a a raccoon or whatever just sit there for 20 entire minutes. Yeah. So I don't believe that, like, some blurry haunch is the best we can do. No, it is not the bit. No. Not buying it. Uh -uh. Mm Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Okay. I both do. I want to see one, but I don't know that I want them to be revealed to the world. No. I just don't trust us with them. No. I think that if you and I saw them, they would recognize us as kindred spirits and friends, and we'd be like, I will keep your secrets safe. You can just Mm -hmm. come and have this kind of, I I don't want to tame you, but it's like we're coexisting together, and sometimes I leave you a pie. Yeah. I guess a lot is going to depend on a lot is going to depend yeah, in yeah. this situation, which I've accepted is it's, fully going yeah. to happen. Apparently, in the near future, clearly. Uh, do you think? Where do you think Sasquatch fall on intelligence? Like presuming they're real, are they like humans? Are they like Neanderthals? Are they like chimps? Are they like dogs or something else? I'm gonna- Fully, here's why I was worried about this today is I watched the Pokemon movie with Lydia. Yeah. And I'm like, if Chansey can be a nurse, <laughs> then you shouldn't be able to be property. You shouldn't be able to own it. Exactly. That cat one can fully talk. <laughs> I hate Meowth. Meowth sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm so- we haven't even addressed the fact that there's a Pokemon that wears the skull of its dead mother and goes that's after so humans to avenge it. Like, that's the orangutan documentary I want to see. You know, not just... It, it, it's called Congo? <laughs> <laughs> ugly, ugly gorilla. Go away. Oh, my God. 
I, this is a very Michael Crichton heavy it episode. It is. <laughs> Michael. <laughs> Which is pertinent because one of his last books he published, I don't remember what it was called, but it heavily featured a humanzy. Stop it. That is a portmanteau I do not like. I'm not okay with that pun. A humanzy? That's dumb. I hate it. Mm-hmm. I hate it. A human a human chimpanzee hybrid. That is what the fucking Chewbacca Wookiees in the Han Solo standalone movie looked like who weren't Chewie. Everybody but Chewie looked like a fucking Planet of the Apes costume reject. They were kicked out of Planet of the Apes for being too bad as costumes. Think about that. <laughs> and not not the new Planet of the Apes with the CGI, the old ones where it's clearly a mask based on those monkeys that like slap symbols together. They were so mm-hmm, bad. Mm-hmm. I was mad at that movie the whole time Jason watched it, and I pretended I wasn't. It was the worst. Stupid fucking so Wookiees. God, so it was so lazy. It was bad. You know what Chewbacca looks like. Make the other costumes like that. Why did you give them Dog Pig Man from the Shining Faces? Why would you do that? Oh, God, that's who, exciting. Who decided? We got to stop, Liz. We got to stop because I'm pissed off and it's, it's angered up my blood and I got to go to bed. We need to, we need to tell folks that they aren't going to get instant gratification on whether or not Sasquatch is intelligent or has, you know, emo scene hair naturally. They're going to get instant gratification if they follow us on social media. Yeah. Like Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Did you want me to actually mm-hmm. answer that question? Or did you? Are, are you okay with no, me? No, because this episode is long enough. <laughs> yeah, right. I think it's somewhere like chimpanzee, Neanderthal, human. Mm-hmm. I don't, because I, I feel bad quantifying some intelligences as better or more important like it's when people say that octopuses are as smart as a five-year-old kid and i'm like well some kids are dumber than others and what you know do you mean emotionally intelligent physically intelligent if they can solve the same puzzle like that doesn't mean the same thing it doesn't i don't know what you're actually telling me so i'm gonna say also have you seen a five-year-old kid lately because i shit you not i started that quilting activity with the kids got three words into the book i was reading to them they were all sitting on the floor on a carpet and one of them full-on fucking keeled over backward from nothing (laughs) and cracked her head on the table i'm like nothing happened nothing happened why are you all like this yep she was just testing gravity It was still there. (coughs) The whole system just came apart. Bad code. Bad code. Did she cry? Did she interrupt the activity? (coughs) Oh, yeah. She screamed like a banshee. And I was like, should I keep going? Kill it. Because there's like 20 of you. Don't you feel a little more empathy for George Bush when they told him 9-11 was happening, but he was reading books to school kids, and you're like, a bad thing has just happened, but do I I keep reading? Do do yeah, I keep like, reading or do I stop? Is there something stop? helpful I can do right now? What, what should I? I'm of all of the things running through my brain when I was like, what was bad that could happen? This kid <laughs> like fucking throwing herself backward and cracking her skull open was not in my list of possibilities. So I don't know. No, I don't know. Yeah, anyway. I'm totally, totally done. So that that instant gratification I was talking about will be, mm. it is an itch to be scratched on social media, my darlings. Come find us on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook. You can catch us on iTunes and on Podbeans if you want us to invade your ears, which we're so good at doing. You can go to our website and read show notes and 
I will link uh, in the show notes the the uh, oh, this fucking video, man. This so you can tell me if you think this is a predator cloaked Sasquatch or if you think it's two fucking leaves that are kind of close together. Because you know which way I feel about it. Liz, what am I forgetting? Patreon. Go to Patreon. Yeah. Because we've got new stickers. And the last five people who have become patrons are the only people that have had these stickers. Because I don't have them for sale up on my Etsy site. They so far are patron only. So throw us a couple bucks. You can have a special sticker. Yeah. Now I'm just thinking about an app. That I would develop if I knew how, which is like a Sasquatch makeover app. Oh my god. And you god. can like change their fur different looks. Oh my god. Or like braid it or crimp it. We could do like one of those or... Barbie heads, but for yes. a Sasquatch. It's oh the Hirasuti cutie. <gasps> Beautiful. Done. Handled. Beautiful. Yep. TM, TM, TM. TM, TM, TM. Yep. And this will be for all the, the you know patriarchal bullshit men who are like my boys can't play with dolls that's girl stuff and then they're like oh but it's kind of a it's kind of a manly thing the sasquatch yeah so that's like our gateway drug we're gonna that's how we get that's how we get them yeah yeah that's how we show boys it's okay to play with dolls (laughs) i don't action action figure i don't know dude like you said i'm tired so what i want folks to do not only like liz said have a glass of water get a full night's sleep come back to it when you're refreshed and rested back to it i don't know what i mean there cut that shit out liz come back to the world whatever is vexing you you know what can you wait to make a decision sometimes that's the move you're gonna get more information here this is my psychic moment for you this is me putting on my zoltar hat that thing that you're trying to control by making plans around you have all the resources that you need to deal with whatever it can throw at Mm -hmm. you so just stay open you're gonna do fine beautiful that's better than any fucking fortune cookie i've ever had (laughs) and i really like them because i get to eat a cookie so yeah. No, I was just thinking about that beautiful situation you diffused on Facebook this week by saying whatever the guy's name was. I don't know, David or whatever. But like, yeah, 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 he was so mad. But Liz's comment was just like, David, have a glass of water and go to bed because nothing is going to be resolved in this mindset or something like that. I just said, you're not going to find the satisfaction you you're looking for here tonight. There like, you go. Yeah. It's not. I yeah. still don't know. There's very few situations that can't be made better by a couple deep breaths and a glass of water. Totally. (laughs) Totally. I mean, other than drowning. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know why I thought that was funny, but I did. That's two for one. (laughs) There you You, go. You take the deep breaths and you get the glass of water. Exactly. One and then the other. Yeah. Do that in a specific order. Okay. There's another thing we want you to do in a specific order. Friends, what do you think that is, Mm -hmm. Liz? It has to do with live. Live weird. Weird. Live weird. That's right. And then later you can die weird. When you get around to it. Yeah. No rush. Mm-mm. We like Don't you. Don't do it soon. Mm-mm. We need you to in listen. In the meantime, yeah, we need you to listen and to take a good long time in which to stay weird. Stay weird, friends. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Thank you for li- Fuck that got off the rails. Thank you for listening.